Hey mama, welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I'm Courtney, I'm a mom with two littles, obsessed with sharing my journey and experience with other moms to connect, celebrate, and grow a village that we all so desperately need. Motherhood can be lonely and changing the way you parent can be hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Of course, this podcast is all about motherhood, so we'll talk about being intentional with our time, preparing every day for the best case or not so great scenarios, and learning to trust your gut in all of the daily chaos. But that's not all. Motherhood can bring up new emotions like anxiety and even uncover things from our childhood that we don't want to pass on to our kids. So here at Happy Vibes Mama, the goal is to bring you tangible tips and tricks to build up your confidence in motherhood and provide a safe space so that we can figure this all out together. I've got your back, Mama, always, and I'm so happy you're here. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Funny story, last week I talked about how it was the 10th episode and I was so excited. Joke's on me, today's actually episode 10. I forgot that the first episode was only my trailer and I didn't mark it as a true episode, so here we go again. Super excited. We're about to record episode 10. (laughs) So today I wanted to talk about separation anxiety. If you have young toddlers, preschool-aged children, you're probably experiencing this, whether you're dropping off at daycare or at preschool. Maybe it happens when you just leave the room. (laughs) If you have a COVID baby, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So we are going to talk a little bit about separation anxiety and how we can help our kids to overcome it. So I think you know by now that I really like to have research and facts and science behind why I'm talking about what I'm talking about. I'm sure there will be episodes that I don't tell you about a website that I'm reading, but today we are reading from (laughs) healthychildren.org. So if you are experiencing separation anxiety and you have an infant, the separation anxiety usually develops after a child gains an understanding of object permanence. An object permanence is when a child developmentally can understand that an object exists even when it's not in their eyesight. So prior to developing object permanence, if you took a toy away, your child wouldn't know that that toy still existed. If you leave the room, they don't know that mommy is still existing and living her life away from me. So once they have an understanding of object permanence, that is where separation anxiety will start because they realize that when you're gone, you are still alive. (laughs) You are still a living human creature that could be with them, but you're not. Um, And this can also go for if your child has a favorite blanket or a favorite toy Thankfully, my girls were never, like, really stuck to one specific toy or blanket or binky, but if you have a child who is adamant about their one toy, that really will come into effect when they develop object permanence as well. 
So this can be as early as four to five months, but most will develop their separation anxiety at around nine months. So this can be worse if your infant is hungry, tired, not feeling well. Again, the hangry of the family. (laughs) So you want to keep your transition short and keep it into a routine, especially if it's a tough day for them. I just wanted to take a second and say I am so sorry if you can hear the dog barking in the background. We have a corgi pit bull named Thor. He has a collar that is supposed to help with his barking. He seems to not care about it. (laughs) So we're doing what we can today because this is the perfect time for me to record. All right. So when we are talking about separation issues with toddlers, We are talking mostly in the 15 to 18 month age range is when this starts to heighten again, especially if they didn't have separation issues in infancy. So if you experience a toddler like I have the second time around where I had a baby during the pandemic and these pandemic babies, they are their own breed. (laughs) So Eleanor was with me 24-7 for months because we weren't really doing anything. We weren't really going anywhere. Obviously, was not going to parties or going to work because I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. They weren't going out or having a babysitter because, again, pandemic times. So Eleanor was used to me all the time. And separations are much more difficult, again, if they're hungry, if they're tired, or if they're sick, which since we've started preschool this past September, we've been sick consistently the entire time, basically. Like anybody else over the 2022 into 2023 winter sick season because your girl's sick of it. (laughs) So not only has she been sick pretty much this entire time, but The girl is also always hangry, and believe it or not, Eleanor sleeps like 13 hours at night and then sometimes takes a three-hour nap. However, we're going to find out today if that's because she's not actually sleeping because her tonsils are touching. So we get to go to the ENT today to find out if she's actually even getting any sleep. So I'm sure she's tired all the time too. Therefore, the separation anxiety that I have experienced with Eleanor is like no other. So these separation anxieties that happen with toddlers are much louder. They're full of tears. They're very difficult for them to stop their tears from coming. And they are just so sad because they are just now getting their personality and... uh, It breaks my heart to leave her, but I want to tell you from a preschool teacher, because that's what I was before I was a mom, the best thing for you to do if you are experiencing separation anxiety with your toddler or your preschool-aged child is to, one, make sure you keep a routine, two, make sure you make drop-offs very quick, and three, Ensure them and remind them that you will be back to pick them up. Or if you're not the one that's going to be picked up, who will be picking them up? So some other tips, of course, being consistent with those routines. The more consistent that you can be, 
the easier it will become on your child. Giving them full attention before your quick goodbye. So for us, that is having fun before drop-off. When we're driving to school, which happens to only be about four blocks, and so it's like a two-minute ride, (laughs) we are singing silly songs. We also have morning affirmations that we go through, and my favorite one is telling Victoria she needs to use her brain juice, because she tells me all the time that her brain does not have juice in it, and I just think it's hilarious. Um, Also, you could have like a drop-off dance that maybe you dance to the door together. Something really fun that you are tuned into them and they know that they're getting your full attention before they're going off to school or daycare, wherever you're dropping off. Make it fun during pickup. So again, when you're dropping off, reminding them that you will be picking up or whoever will be picking up so that they have that reassurance. And then when you do pick up, ask them how much fun school was. Ask what their favorite part was. Ellie loves to tell me when they paint. Also, tell them that you missed them and have a fun activity or a snack ready for them so that we can get right back into having the fun and they don't dwell on the fact that they missed you all day. It's also really important to practice being apart. So if you also have a like two, three-year-old right now and the first half of their life was in lockdown, trust me, I understand how difficult it is but see if you can find times that you're able to practice this. This could be as easy as you being in a different room. This can be your partner taking over and you leaving the house. Maybe you're just going to go grab a coffee. This could be dropping off with family or friends for a play date. Again, childcare, preschool, daycare, that kind of nature and practice your goodbye routines. What's really fun is if you do have older siblings, you could play pretend school at home. Have your older sibling be the teacher and set up a little classroom and then practice dropping off your toddler to the bigger sibling and have them practice playing school. You can practice the drop-off and pick-up, and you can just go in the other room for a few minutes and just continue to practice that at home. Make sure that you keep your promises, so you want to build that trust and independence, return as they, you know, as you promised. If you are in a, a situation like I am sometimes where I will tell Victoria I'm picking up, but then I'll have a kid that's napping because I watch other children, rather than me waking them up... Her best friend's mom will grab her and bring her home because, again, I'm four blocks away. And so on those days, I will actually try and text her teacher to give her a heads up that, hey, Miss Corey's going to grab her. Can you just give her a heads up? And Victoria will come home and be like, mommy, thank you for telling Miss Holly that Miss Corey was picking me up. So creating that independence, but also keeping your promises and building that trust with your children If you have the ability to have that communication with their teacher, then that's a really great way to continue that. Also, just knowing your child and knowing what your child needs, you can be very specific for them. So for Victoria, she knows that pickup is after lunch. For Eleanor, she doesn't really seem to care. She also doesn't really seem to, like when I pick her up, she's so happy. 
So I don't need to be like, okay, Ellie, I'm going to pick you up right after lunch, but before nap time. But if you have a child that needs that reassurance of like, maybe sometimes you get them on a half day or sometimes you get them on a full day, that can be a really nice way to give them a framework or a time frame of when you would be picking up. All in all, separation anxiety is something that we will all deal with. It is developmentally appropriate at all stages, truly, and it is something that can be easily overcome or that can really start to break down that trust, independence, and can become a very frustrating daily occurrence. So I hope these tips will help you to make sure that you overcome it quickly. You create that trust and independence with your children and you're able to do preschool, daycare, etc. drop off, hopefully with little to no issue. Again, make sure you have fun, stay present with your kids before and after, and just enjoy the time that you get with them. Come up with a silly song, tell them that their brain juice is working, (laughs) and enjoy your time away, because mama, you deserve that too. (laughs) I hope you have a fabulous week, and we'll catch you next week on the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Mommy. 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 Well, that's my cue and probably yours too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I hope you know how excited I am to be connecting with you on this podcast. Remember, I've got your back always. I hope this episode hit you in your feels or got the energy flowing so that you can make it until bedtime tonight. So please, if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Because after all, every mama needs her village. So go ahead and share it on social media and tag me. And yes, go do it right now so that you don't forget. I'm so excited to be on this motherhood journey with you, mama. Chat with you soon. Bye.